All right, so you ready? Here we go. We're gonna, here's the opportunity that we got for today. Uh, so this week uh, was uh, get ready for back to school week. Our, our, our series here this morning, I've been talking about it's, it's uh, back to school season. Uh, the kids are coming. Some of your kids are already there. Some of your grandkids, what, whatever. They're all going back to school. We're going back to school, back to the school of Christ, because fall is one of those times where we start to get focused again and say, oh, yeah, my, the, you know, what level are you living in Christ right now? Uh, a scale of 1 to 10, where are you? Shout it out. 6, okay, 5, 3, 2. I, I don't know, I'm being really humble. I'm like minus 1. Uh, no, uh, but... Are we living our full life unto God is the question. Anybody? Anybody in nine, ten? Okay, good. Okay. So the, we, we always need to re-engage with what Jesus wants to do to, to bring us along. Because walking with Jesus, he didn't leave his disciples. He didn't just say, okay, good enough. You guys, you guys can go home and watch TV now. What did he do? He said, I am equipping you for the kingdom for the rest of your life that this is what it's about. And so um, Jesus wants to do that for us as well. Well, we're just getting started this morning. Okay. But, but seriously, now, uh, I want to make the most of every opportunity. I don't want to live a life less than what God has called us to. And it's not about school, and it's not about anything except the kingdom of God. We, we have been placed on this earth to accomplish His work for His glory. Okay. So, uh, I, I put down the title of this as prudent living. Prudence means wisdom that is acted upon. How many know to be wise in some area of your life and you don't do it? <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's called knowing, and it's wise to know. But prudence is when you put it into practice. And if you look at, at, at the uh, Proverbs, a lot of times it'll, it'll say the prudent man. That's the person that takes the wisdom that's been given in Proverbs and then is walking in the wisdom. And so I, I want to talk about the three areas of how you get your wisdom to be have some shoe leather, leather to it. They call it orthopractic. It's a big Greek name. I heard some guy say it one time, and I've always wanted to say it. So here it is. I just said it. Orthopractice. Uh, you've heard of ortho, like shoes, and praxis means action, the action of your shoes. And that's why it says, be very careful then how you, in many verse, versions it says, how you walk. Okay? Now, uh, the, the first way that we become prudent is we have to gain wisdom, Right? Now, uh, I've been a fool. Anybody else been a fool? <laughs> no, you're a wise person that's unlearned yet. Uh, so so I, I, I thought, well, how does a fool become a fool? Uh, first thing is, they're not careful with their life. This word care is very interesting. I like Danielle. She says intentional. Uh, it's, I've, done, I've, I've done a lot of hiking in my life. I don't know about you, but how many have ever tried to cross a river or a creek on, on stones? Huh? Huh? Anybody? 
What do you do? You don't like, hey, I'm just lollygagging in here. You end up in the river. How many have ever used a log to cross a divide? No, you guys, man, you guys need to get out more. Uh, yeah, you know, you don't lollygag across the log, especially if it's really high. You, you, you're intentionally like step upon step upon step. I, I've been in a lot of precarious situations hiking where you're like, okay, you got to make this step. Uh, and, and that's, that's the, the language he's using here is like, you, you're, you have to pay attention. And I think one, one of the things that this, uh, season did was it, it taught us not to pay attention and, and instead to be distracted. And I, I am positive, um, that, that this rise of media, even, even the news, it's distracting. It, you know, it, it moves our hearts, um, all the different ways that our devices distract us. Does this thing ever distract anybody here on anything that comes out of here? Is this a distraction machine? Can you walk? Can you walk carefully staring at this? Have you, have you ever seen people, you know, kids walking? I know I, I saw some meme somewhere on my media uh, about the new zombies. And it was like this picture of all these kids like walking across the, the, the street like this. It's the new zombies because this is distraction. You cannot walk carefully stuck in media. Uh, three weeks ago, I said that I was going to unsubscribe from all of my stories. And, and a lot of this has come out of that because as soon as I, I divested myself of the things I was putting in my mind instead and started getting careful, then all of a sudden the Holy Spirit started speaking to me in a, in a, in a more profound way uh, to move me. And so uh, to walk carefully, be careful about what you're spending your time on, especially with media and technology. I am telling you, it is wiring our brains to not be Christ-like. It is wiring our brains to think evil of others. Did you know that? It's wiring our brains to divide us. It is, it is wiring our brains to be distracted. Uh, you, you know, do you guys know that? Or am I the only person that's distracted? <laughs> like right now, just kidding. Uh, the last thing you want is, is notifications. Now, if you're working, you're expecting a call, put them on. But I, you know, I, I don't hear much around here, but you know, people with dinging things. Last thing you want is to be a dinger. Don't be a dinger. You will not be prudent if you're a dinger. That's my, my, my famous saying of the day. Uh, I, heard, I heard this one guy, uh, I got an email recently about, from this guy, and he, uh, he used to be part of our church, got saved here, and now he's in Southern California. And he hasn't been with us for, I don't know, 25 or 30 years, and, and he said uh, he's a counselor now. He was an engineer, and he decided he actually wanted to help people. And so he, he became a counselor instead. And so he, he was counseling. He says, and I still use stewisms uh, in my counseling practice. And I was just got a kick out of it. Uh, okay, so if you're a dinger, you won't be able to walk carefully. Okay, mo- moving right along. So use that in your counseling practice. Don't be a dinger. Okay, you got it? Now, let's get on to how to be uh, wise. Actually, I want to talk about how to be a fool. You ready? Uh, it begins, Psalm 14.1 says, The fool says in his heart, there is no God. Uh, now, uh, if you want to be a fool, live like there's no God. I've done that. I've, I do that all the time because only when you're walking carefully and saying, Lord, what, what, what is it that you want me to do? 
Lord, have your way in each and every day. Does God really direct us, right? How many have been the directors of your own lives? Mm-hmm. And, and have stopped. And, and this happens in, in all of our lives. I, I know that's, that's, no, you're but I'm not wise. Because sometimes I act as if there is no God in my life. How do I do that? By not speaking to him about the things that are important to him. That's how we live carefully. Okay, number two, how to be a fool. Let me see. Oh. Well, first we, we say there's no God, and then we act like we're God. Okay, because that's what the fool does. You know that everyone has to worship something. And if, if, you're, if, if you're not worshiping God, what are you worshiping? Something else. And usually it ends up falling out to, I become God. Uh, and so if you want to be a fool, you be the director of your life. You okay? Okay, third thing is, and this is, I want to talk about the justifications. The fool justifies all of his actions. He sets his own rules for life. I already confessed mine to you by saying that during this corona season, I, I said I was going to do certain things and I didn't do them. And I also had good justification for doing them, just like you. Has the Lord been speaking to you through any of the seasons two and a half years about doing something. Anybody, anybody? Did you do it? Okay. Isn't it great that we talked about God loves us anyway? We sang those songs. Okay. But today is the day if you hear his voice, if you hear his voice, enter in. Okay. And that, that's, what, that's the excitement that I, I am sensing Right now, I'm I am sensing a miraculous work of God for people who want to say yes to Jesus. And I don't just mean in our own lives. I, I, have, I have experienced many miracles uh, being with you, being in this place over many years. And I really get a sense that as, as I, as we, join together and say, yes, Lord, have your way with us, that he's going to start doing things that go way beyond anything that we've seen so far. Wouldn't that be great? How many like miracles? I like miracles. I've seen a lot of them. I want to see more. And there's a lot of people that need a touch from Jesus in their lives. Amen? Okay, so the, the fool says there is no God, then they become their own God, and then they follow their own rules. If that's you... Say, Lord, have your way with me. I don't want to be a fool. I want to be wise. Okay, second thing is, uh, he, he talks about that don't, don't live as unwise, as unwise, but be wise. Um, uh, then he says, making the most of every opportunity because the days are evil. I want to talk about that statement for just a minute because to be prudent, you have to understand the days that you're living in. You, each and every one of us, are chosen by God to live right here, right now, in this time, to accomplish something in His kingdom. It's strategic. It's, it's not random. We're not randomly in this place today. You know that. You're not random. 
God has chosen that you would be here today to listen to this message, to be around these people, to accomplish something for God. I believe that. It's not random at all. Uh, in fact, it's a miracle. You know why? It, well, I won't say it, but how many notice that we're all very different? Some are quiet, some are loud, some are, some are big, some are less big. <laughs> we're different, <laughs> okay? None of us looks the same. None of us looks like we're in, from the same family, except the family of God, right? Isn't that cool? And yet we're all sitting here together saying, and you look across the aisle and say, I love you. Oh, yeah, I love you. I really, and I even like you. Some of you, some of the times. Okay, go ahead. All right. So this word, uh, making the most of every opportunity, is actually a statement that says redeeming the time. Now, to redeem something, you got to buy it back. And what the Lord was speaking to me when he first talked about making the most of every opportunity, he gave me this word about redeeming the time. Because the enemy has ripped us off. For two and a half years, because we bought into a spirit. The first thing is like, oh no, there's this terrible thing that's killing everybody. And we all had, I don't want to die. And so we sold our lives to the devil for two years. But today, I declare to you that the Lord says, I will buy it back. I will restore to you that which the enemy has stolen. I will, all that the canker worm has eaten, I will restore to you. That's what this word is all about right here. It's like, I am going to redeem the time. That which was lost, God has already bought back on the cross. But now it's up to us to take that time and say, Lord, I will take it. I will make the most of this opportunity that you give me. Now, in the school context, children have been the target of the corona spirit from the beginning. Do you know that? Because the enemy wants to destroy a generation. That is his job. Because if he gets to destroy the next generation, then guess what? It's over. And so he always focuses on dumbing down and hurting children. That's what all of this sexual stuff that's going on you know, in the news, this, you know, whatever... You guys know. You've probably seen it. You're still on social media. You're still on media, right? You saw it in the news somewhere that somebody's trying to become a boy or a girl or a man or a woman or, or, or whatever. All of that madness is the spirit of the age trying to, to confuse and destroy children. I know who I am. I woke up this morning and said, I'm a guy. Sorry. <laughs> you know, and, and I'm married to a girl. Hi, babe. Love you. So happy. Um, <laughs> right? I, 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 I'm not confused, but if you told me enough times what you got is wrong, this is wrong, that is wrong, how you, you're thinking about this is wrong is like maybe you should be confused. Because the first thing that the enemy wants to attack is our identity. He has made us children of God in a certain suit. And sure, we're going to shed the suit. And we will be genderless someday. Did you know that? 
well, I don't know, we won't be genderless, but in, in a way, we won't be married or given in marriage. And I'm really, un, I'm really sad about that, so I have highlighted that in black in my Bible, because I want to still be married in, in heaven to my wife, because I love her. Uh, but we'll still hang out. We'll still be best friends. But, you know, we're, we're, we're still going to live together. Right, Lord? Okay, anyway, let's get back focused on this thing. So he wants to redeem the time. So if you feel like the enemy has ripped you off for the last couple of years, I declare to you by the Holy Spirit that God is going to restore this time to you in a way that's different than what you expect. Now, again, he's robbed these children, and the world is trying to figure out how to, how to help them. So the public school, what they they just lowered the curriculum one grade level. <laughs> it's like, well, that's what I read in, through the media, which may or may not be true because everything you read in the media is a lie. So I don't know, but that's what I read. And I, I thought it was true because it made sense to me that if kids haven't learned for two years and then you, you subtract a year, they're going to be closer to being smarter and, and educated than they were. Uh, now, our goal at our school, and what I was telling our teachers, it's got us to redeem that time. We're going we're gonna to get focused and walk, circum- walk in such a way that we can make the opportunity. Because the days are evil. You guys know the days are evil? Okay, if you want to be prudent, you have to understand that there is a spirit against us to keep us from having great marriages, right? From not listening to our spouses. There's a spirit in that. Did you know that? Because great communication... Great communication is what builds the kingdom, right? And, you know, one of the, uh, yes, okay. Now, the days of our evil can be translated one of two ways, and I just want to give this to you. I'm almost wrapping. Um, one is, it, it has to do with uh, physical toil. How many feel like you're too busy? Anybody? Anybody? Too busy? Too many things on your plate? Um, The days are evil. There is more to do than can possibly be accomplished. As one person said, you know, God has a certain amount of stuff that he's given us to do. I'm so far behind that I may never die. Uh, (laughs) Okay, if you're there right now, (laughs) then the Lord wants to give you wisdom in the opportunities that you're facing. Okay, and there's there's seasons of, of bursts. Like right now, we have to actually open the school tomorrow. I know that tomorrow night I'll be tired because I'll be up early. It'll be a full day of school. It's the fastest day of the year, and then I'm gonna say goodbye to the kids and then say, "Oh no, we have to do this again tomorrow <laughs> on Tuesday." <laughs> and I'm an old guy, but I actually I do, I don't declare that anymore. You know what? I'm, I'm planning on living to 100. Uh, I wrote my mom this week. This is a, di- a slight digression. My mom turns 95 tomorrow. And, yeah, yeah, and uh, I, I think I told you, or at least I told our staff, I'd listened to two different people who were 100 years old. Uh, one was a 100-year-old marathoner. He, he broke all the records in the 80s and 90s. He hasn't run a marathon in this since he's been 100 yet, but he said if, if somebody will raise $30,000 for him, uh, for his, his cause, he would, he would consider training for it. 
And I'm like, now that's, that dude's on it. Uh, and then the other one was a 100-year-old doctor, and he had, he had just retired from his practice, but he was still teaching at the college. He was still teaching uh, doctoring at the college and didn't have any, you know. So if you, if you project yourself out instead of get into, you know, there's another spirit of our age. It's called the spirit of retirement, right? It's like, I just want to live long enough so I don't have to do anything. I'm sure that's what Jesus was all about. It's like, oh, Lord, how long do I got to do this thing? Got to listen to you, talk to these bums. Man, I hope they crucify me. <laughs> I shouldn't say that out loud. Sorry, Lord, and all of you who are listening. No, but you know, that's our mindset is, is like, if I, can, if I can just get to the end. It's like, no, no, live. Live every day. And I, anyway, I was telling my mom, that when I see a preschooler at two years old come in uh, to class, I expect to watch them for the next eight years as they go from two-year-old to fifth grade uh, to, to graduate. And I was thinking at this point, I will be 71 when that two-year-old that I'm signing up today, and I'm like, 71. And then I think of the 100-year-old guy, and I'm like, Phew. I still got plenty of time. I'll have 30 years left over, which means I can still sign up a few more kids for a few more years because unless the Lord tells me it's over, it ain't over till it's over. All right. Back to the end. So we want to redeem time. The Lord has already redeemed the time. But I want to give one more sense of, the, of this redemption. This ministry that God has given us. I remember uh, it was actually Hector. He goes, this was a couple years ago. He goes, have we ever had this few people? (laughs) And I said, oh yeah. Oh yeah, that's nothing. (laughs) Because the Lord only, he only needs 11 disciples to change the world. It, it, you know, and then he'll add he'll add a Paul once in a while along the way. It's like, oh yeah, let's throw in Paul and that other guy that we voted on. I forget his name. Anyway, uh, it doesn't take much for the Lord to redeem a community, but it starts with us. And I wanted this year. I'm declaring this year to make the most of every opportunity that we have. You know, we have a lot of opportunity here, don't you? We have great people, what I say. You're all looking good. You're all looking pretty healthy. Let's do our best, and we'll talk about that as we go on the weeks ahead. Okay. The days are evil, not just physically, but also morally. We see that, the degradation. That's why we need to live intentionally. Okay, last but not least, he says this, understanding what the Lord is. Therefore, don't be foolish, but understand what the Lord is. Uh, what the Lord's will is. Uh, to be prudent, you have to know what the Lord's will is. Now, we've got the grand will of God, but I really, it, the simple will of God is where I live most of the time. And that is saying, yes, Lord, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. He gave us that simple prayer to remind us that our life is not about ourselves, but about what he's doing. And so um, the way he does that is by finishing this verse. 
So I'm going to finish, I'm going to read you the rest of the verse that we didn't read today. Verse 18. Don't get drunk on wine, which leads to debauchery. You get debauched. All right, just checking. Instead, be filled with the Spirit. You want to be wise? You got to go for the wisdom. He will infuse us with wisdom. That's what happened to Solomon, the wisest person in the world. What did he do? He asked for the Spirit of God. And that's what God gave him. So if we're, if we're looking for the will of God, we ask for the Spirit of God. And then he says, Instead, be filled with the Spirit, speaking to one another. That's fellowshipping with one another. We need each other. No more isolation. We have to break through the isolation. With psalms, hymns, and songs from the Spirit, that's worship. The best way to know the will of God is to say, Lord... Hallelujah. You are all. Singing songs in the Spirit and making music from your heart to the Lord. Always giving thanks to God the Father for everything in the name of our Father. All right. The vision. Let's make the most of every opportunity. What would life look like if every opportunity we had, we made the most of? What would that look like? Anybody? Anybody? That'd be awesome. All right. So I want to I want to close in prayer, but not like a religious close. Will you guys believe with me for what the Lord wants to do with Thy Kingdom come and Thy will be done with us as a group? Amen. Let's do it. Lord, you know my heart is full as I think about all you've already done, the season we just went through, and all you want to do. And we know as soon as we stand up, we get marked. That Satan says, oh no, somebody's standing up. That won't do. But for us, we say, Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. We will make the most of every opportunity and allow you to redeem the time because you paid for it already. Lord, in the season ahead, give us your wisdom and help us to walk it out with prudence. Lord, we know in our hearts that you've called us to so much more. And we say, have your way, O Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Have your way, O Lord. Anybody? Have your way, O Lord. Anybody? Have your way, O Lord. Have your way, O oh Lord. Amen. Let's do it. God bless those of you who are online today. Be at peace. Make the most of every opportunity this week and have your best day ever. God bless you. We will see you soon.